Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, this is the Faith in Kids Summer Series. Is the sun shining where you are? It is here. This is the third episode, finding out what the very best life looks like. You've made a great decision. Imagine if Jesus had explained how to have the best life and you'd missed out because you were having a slushy or making a sandwich or combing the grass or pickling onions. So many things you could have been doing. But, but you're you- not. You're in your car, you're in the garden, you're on holiday, wherever you are, you are here listening to what Jesus says is the best life. Great decision. He is Jam. Hello. I'm Ed. Together we are, well, Jam and Ed, if I'm honest. Jam, tell me you've got a whip around question. I do. What's the most amazing thing you've seen an animal trained to do? So, for example, uh, I go to sort of like, there's a thing called the Froom Show, which is like an agricultural show, but every year they have dogs that are kind of do little assault courses and that kind of stuff. And that always makes me very happy to watch that. Have you ever seen something like that, Ed, or been to, been to Sea Life or something? I think the best example I have is actually the wonder of films. Where, uh, where you see dogs do things like put paws over their eyes and, uh, and, and walk out the room and, and essentially behave like they're humans. There's a lot of dog films. If you look on Amazon Prime and various other places, they, they make lots of films about dogs doing stuff like that because they know that we love it. <laughs> anyway, have a chat about that. What have you seen an animal do? Maybe you've seen a, a, a dolphin or something do something amazing. Have a chat.
feel free to chat about that later. Ed, why are we talking about this? Today we are hearing what Jesus meant when he said, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Now, the best life, Jesus is saying, is when we are meek, which is a word you and I have probably never used before in a normal sentence. Meek comes from an ancient word that means tamed, wild animal. Can you say the word meek? Meek. (laughs) Now say tamed, wild animal. Tamed, wild animal. Right, you've got it. So a wild animal is powerful and dangerous. Teeth snarling. If you tame that wild animal, it's brought under control. Now it's even safe, perhaps gentle. Now some get confused and think meek means weak, easy to push around. Jesus is saying the best life is not just being weak. It means being powerful, but under control. Being safe, loving, wonderful, but mighty. The best life is being meek. Jam, I would love to be festooned with fun facts. I do. Firstly, I've got three fun facts about animals that you can't tame. (laughs) You can't domesticate them. You can't. So antelopes very peacefully graze on the African plains. Slightest hint of danger makes them run at incredible speed. And the reason they do that, of course, Ed, is they look like lunch to lots of other animals. So um, people in, in Africa and also the Ukraine have been trying to tame antelopes for their meat and apparently their nutritious milk, but they just keep running away. That, now, that would be difficult. If you were trying to milk an animal that you couldn't make stand still, that is a problem. That is a problem, and you've got to hang on pretty, pretty hard for that. Zebras, too. You'd think they'd be like horses and that you could train a zebra and ride a zebra. Forget it, Ed. Don't bother. <laughs> their temperament is hostile. They freak out under stress. They will not be tamed. Don't even try it. Children, never try to ride a zebra. That is excellent advice. You heard it here first. That's the other way of having the best life. Uh, But that's very, very specific circumstances. Here's a great word coming up. The wild American buffalo or bison, they roam all over North America with those long shaggy coats. They're large, they're moody and difficult to handle. Pretty much like dad first thing in the morning and will not be tamed. Most farmers cross bison with regular beef cows for their meat, so the buffalo becomes known as the beefalo. <laughs> so, <laughs> Now, Jam, are we certain you haven't just made up an animal? These are all very, very well-researched internet-based facts. Meek means tamed, wild animal. Some animals can't be tamed, which means they're dangerous. Some can, which means you allow them into your kitchen. To give you an example, when you see Queen Elizabeth arrive at a school on TV, I don't think she ever swings open a door and shouts, Hey, I'm the Queen! I'm in charge! Do what I say! She knows she's in charge. Everyone in the room knows she's in charge. She knows she has the power. 
She is quiet and gentle. She is meek, powerful, under control. Please don't tell her that I've said she's like a tamed wild animal. But in some sense, you see, she is. Meek in the Bible means being quiet and gentle with others, knowing that God is delighted with us. He says we're his children. He has made us important and powerful. So we don't need to fight for more. We don't need to snatch. We don't need to steal. We don't need to make demands. We don't need to shout and stamp our feet. A tamed wild animal. The best life is being meek. We're going to look at the Bible now. Listen out for who is being meek. Our reading is from Luke chapter 22, starting at verse 47. While Jesus was speaking, a crowd came up. One of the twelve apostles was leading them. He was Judas. He came close to Jesus so that he could kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas. Are you using the kiss to give the Son of Man to his enemies? Followers of Jesus were standing there too. They saw what was happening. They said to Jesus, Lord, should we use our swords? swords? And one of them did use his sword. He cut off the right ear of the servant of the high priest. Jesus said, Stop! Then he touched the servant's ear and healed him. Those who came to arrest Jesus were the leading priests the soldiers who guarded the temple, and the Jewish elders. Jesus said to them, Why do you come out here with swords and sticks? Do you think I am a criminal? I was with you every day in the temple. Why didn't you try to arrest me there? But this is your time. The time when darkness rules. They arrested Jesus and took him away. Have you ever played that game? Which is the superpower you would have if you had a choice? Would you choose Superman's strength? Or Spider-Man's climbing? Or Thor's power? Or Batman's skills? Or Harry Potter's invisibility? Which would you choose? Jesus could do them all. If he had chosen to, He had the strength to knock down mountains. He could fly over countries. He could see through walls and he could defeat armies with one finger. He could have karate chopped through the widest tree or he could have just disappeared. So did you hear what happened when the soldiers came for him? Listen. Jesus said to them, Why do you come out here with swords and sticks? Do you think I'm a criminal? They arrested Jesus and took him away. Sweet, isn't it? Those soldiers came with swords and sticks to arrest Jesus. Perhaps they had a rope to put around his wrists. What a joke! They thought they could win against Jesus with swords, sticks and rope. As if. It's like tying a bear's paws together with an elastic band. It's like holding a crocodile's jaws shut with a clothes peg. (laughs) Those soldiers didn't win. Jesus let them take him away. Jesus was being meek. Being meek means choosing to put God first. It means deciding 
instead of doing what I want to do, because I want to be impressive, I want to win, I want to enjoy it. Instead of that, I will choose to do what God wants me to do, no matter how hard it is. Jesus was the most meek person who ever lived. Jesus always did exactly as his father asked. Even when his father in heaven asked him to die, Jesus did it because it was the right thing to do. It was the good thing to do. It was the best thing to do. Jesus chose to put his strength away because God, his father in heaven, asked him to. Jesus, the powerful lion, became a powerless lamb. He chose not to melt their swords with his breath. He chose not to snap their sticks with his thumbs. He chose not to cut through their ropes with lasers from his eyeballs. He chose not to because he loves you. Because his heavenly father asked him to be arrested for you and I. The best life is choosing to be meek. Do the good things God asks you to do. Do the right things. Do the best things, even if you don't need to. Even if there's an easier choice. If we do that, Jesus promises we will inherit the whole world. We can say no to an easier, more famous, more impressive life now because one day God will give us everything. The whole world. I know a girl who has two friends who sometimes ignore her and only talk to each other. That's mean. It's not kind. That girl I know could just walk away and not have them as friends. She could be rude to them. She could demand they talk to her. Being meek might mean just waiting for them to speak to her, being all right that she's not the centre of attention. We could choose to share a toy with someone younger than us, even though we are bigger and stronger and we don't need to. We can choose to pray for someone who is unkind to us, even if we could get them into trouble by telling the teacher. When the teacher is looking for the fastest and the best, the strongest, the most gifted, I can choose to be quiet because I don't need everyone else to know what I'm good at. The best life is being gentle rather than pushing to get more because we know God will one day give us everything. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you in that garden they arrested Jesus and took him away, not because they had won, not because they were stronger, but because Jesus let them, because it was the best thing to do, even though it was hard. Father, I pray for us, for those listening I pray for the children listening that they'd grow up knowing they don't have to always look the best. 
They don't need everyone to know what they're good at. They don't need to take everything they can. They don't need to have everything they need. They can choose instead for less, knowing that you will give them everything. Father, please help us to be more meek, to be like a tamed wild animal, because you're in charge. Amen. You know the drill. Ed's got questions. Under fives. What were the soldiers carrying when they came to arrest Jesus? Fives to sevens. What did Jesus choose to do when the soldiers came for him? Eights to elevens. When did you last make sure you won? When did you last step up? to get what you wanted. Or finally, over 11s, why shouldn't we get everything we can? You can have a chat about that at the end where the questions will be repeated. But for now, have a listen to a sketch which is retelling the story in that garden with Jesus and the disciples from the point of view of the disciples who just couldn't get their heads around the meekness of Jesus. Wow. I am still full after that supper. Feels like the last one I'll ever have. Too much bread makes you feel full. Someone's coming. Someone? That's a mob! Soldiers! Priests! Swords! I've got a bad feeling about this. Well, you shouldn't have had all the bread! Wait! That's it! I've got some bread here! What? What? Well, the mob looks like they're going to kill Jesus or arrest him or something bad. And we need to fight back. But there's so few of us. How can we? Bread! Jesus fed 5,000 people with bread. He could turn this roll into 5,000 rolls and fire it at the mob. Bang, 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 bang! How about that? Okay, maybe I had too much bread, but you've had way too much wine. Okay, how about this? We get Jesus to make them go blind and lame. I don't think Jesus would be up for that. It's not really his style. He heals people. Or he could make them go mad, like when he sent those demons into that herd of pigs and get them to run off a cliff. You know, we can hear what you're saying, right? Just trying to work out how we can get Jesus to protect himself. Stand back! I've got a sword and I'm not afraid to use it. Ah! Oh no, I can't look. He sliced off some dude's ear. And Jesus has just healed it. That's what he does. And he's given himself up. What? Why? But Jesus is so powerful. Why is he being so meek? I don't plan to find out. I'm going to, um, well, find a safe place and... Uh... Run away! Run away! Yeah, run away for me! me. I'm coming! It looked like a failure All your friends had gone They thought it was over Jesus, when you died You did not deserve it This was all God's plan
You can hear the rest of that song on the All Together Now album by our friends Awesome Cutlery. Uh, so thanks very much for listening. Oh, before we go, I want to say hello to the Walsh family in Nidderdale in North Yorkshire. Hard word to say, Nidderdale. They have five children. They listen to our podcasts in the car as they drive around a beautiful North Yorkshire. Hello, team from Nidderdale. It's lovely to hear from you. If you want to send us an email, say how you're doing, what you're loving, what you're not loving, podcast at faithinkids.org. Get your mum or dad to send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. We definitely would. Now we really are going. Thanks very much for listening. We'll speak to you next time. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Under fives, what were the soldiers carrying when they came to arrest Jesus? Fives to sevens. What did Jesus choose to do when the soldiers came for him? Eights to elevens. When did you last make sure you won? When did you last step up to get what you wanted? Or finally, over elevens, why shouldn't we get everything we can? <laughs>